Podcast friends, my name is David Lee, and you're listening to the Inspire Design Create Podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories, and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking, and starting your own business together. Let's go. Maybe that will be the new intro from now on. Eh, probably not. But today we are talking about uh, the great debates, right? Premiere Pro, DaVinci Resolve, Final Cut Pro 10. Uh, which one should you be using in 2021? Um, perhaps it is not much of a, or rather, it is not much of a debate, um, but perhaps it is uh, more of the question of which one is the best editing software for you, right? For your use, for your workflow. Uh, so when I first started uh, way back when, 2006, uh, iMovie, right? It was the first thing I ever used. Um, I tried dabbling with like Windows Movie Maker, but iMovie just had way more, you know, like features in it. And then, you know, fast track uh, a couple, two decades later, what is it? No, a decade later, uh, I started with, Final Cut Pro 10 when I purchased it and I uh, had everything that I needed because I, I, I found that Final Cut Pro 10, the community had so many plugins, there were so many forums, there was so much information that you can get for someone who uh, needed to edit for their own stuff, right? Uh, or edit for their own uh, client use as well. Uh, so I started to use Final Cut Pro 10 for everything and then eventually I wanted to get into After Effects. Uh, because I didn't know how to use motion and stuff like that. So I figured, well, you know, some learning After Effects, maybe I should also, also learn Premiere, uh, Premiere Pro while I'm at it. And uh, at the time, Creative Cloud was already a thing, so you could get pretty much everything in, uh, in one roof, so to speak. So I got Premiere, I got After Effects, we're using to Premiere, and I started to see other people use Premiere. And I figured, well, you know, Final Cut Pro 10, as, uh, as good as it is, um, let's just go with After Effects and Premiere since, since that's what a lot of people were using. So I started using Premiere and I was using Premiere for the past four years or so. Uh, and then uh, during downtime, I, uh, I had the opportunity to kind of, you know, move things, migrate things over to DaVinci Resolve as I wanted to see if I could actually use Resolve for everything. For uh, motion graphics, for animation, for uh, titling and all that kind of stuff, right? As well as like the everyday editing stuff on the timeline, putting uh, layers on, sound layer, audio layers, uh, graphic layers, right? Things of that nature. And prior to purchasing my Blackmagic Pocket 4K, uh, I think I tried a the free version of Resolve and it was pretty good. You know, it got me everything that I needed. Um, I, it was kind of a bummer that you don't get the noise reduction um, plugin with the free version. So I was like, Okay, not a big deal. I have a neat video. I purchased it. I'll just go ahead and use that. Uh, but there are other things that I wish I could have done now that they have it. But prior to you know a year ago, I forgot what version it was, but you couldn't export anything. It was either you couldn't export anything or there was no timeline setting for anything higher than 1080p, right? You were stuck at 1080p unless you purchased a studio version. I think they have changed that in the free version where you can actually get at least UHD now. So I purchased my Blackmagic Pocket 4K and started to use Resolve. Um, really liked what I was um, seeing as far as ease of use uh, in the, the timeline edit, the edit page, all the plugins. Um, it did take me some time to kind of learn 
the audio plugins, um, such as like EQ, uh, the compressor, uh, the multiband compressor, and also the noise reduction, as it's a little bit different uh, than if you're used to using Audition or Premiere Pro. Just take some time and get like practice, right? And you kind of figure out um, how the tools work. All right, so okay, audio was cool. Started to get the audio underway. Uh, the timeline, again, is uh, for me, was pretty much like uh, it, it took the best of Premiere and Final Cut Pro 10 and then just, you know, kind of merged them together. Uh, and now in the new version in Resolve 16 and in 17, they have literally two editing tabs. One just looks like Premiere and the other one looks like Final Cut Pro 10. So if you're coming from either of those, it makes it really easy to transition, right? I, I don't know, Blackmagic's doing some good stuff. Like they they really care about their community, whether you're indie filmmaker, one-man band, um, production company, post house, whatever it is, whoever you are, I think they really care about their customers at the end of the day because it's like they listen to the feedback and they just implement it. Um, whereas, you know, Adobe, I think because Adobe is such a huge company that um, perhaps they, they don't have that luxury to be as nimble or as agile with the feedback and then the implementation of the feedback compared to a company like Blackmagic. Um, so, yeah, you know, over time I started to... Uh, put everything into Resolve, and then I finally have come to a point where I really don't need Premiere Pro. Um, I don't need After Effects anymore. Uh, I think because now with Fusion, Fusion is is, I think because I'm used to using After Effects, that Fusion is still confusing to me. Uh, but watching tutorials online of people who who know how to use Fusion, it it seems like everything you can do in After Effects pretty much is there now in Fusion. Uh, when it comes to editing, editing and making things easy in Resolve, um, those features are now there in the uh, in the edit tab and edit page where you, where you can uh, assemble all of your footage and your clips. Um, there are certain things that I think are a little bit more um, intuitive in Premiere Pro. For instance, one of them really, I think, is um, effects, right? So if you're adding an effect to, say, a clip, uh, it's really easy to go from, like, you know, say, a um, a lumetri color tab where you have everything that you want for your um, color grading and color correction purposes, uh, and then maybe you have like some uh, some film plugin um, on top of it, and then you have another plugin on top of that, right? It's it's sort of easy to just look at it, and you can disable, open the thing, and you're good, right? Whereas in Resolve, they they really made it so you know you have to be at the color page to do those things, um, so it can be a little bit cumbersome going between like the edit tab and the color tab for that purpose when you have a bunch of things stacked together and you're uh, maybe trying to like keyframe things. Um, not to say that it's not easy, uh, it's just not as like intuitive uh, as as Premiere lays it out for you. Um, but yeah, other than that, like I, I pretty much have transi transitioned all my client work. Um, I don't edit as much as I used to, uh, which is a good thing because editing for me is, um, you know, I love being behind camera and I love making the images compared to being behind uh, the edit. You know, uh, these days I, I feel like uh, editing is not really something I, I enjoy much, but I still have clients where I don't mind editing for them uh, or I just charge a little bit more and I do the editing uh, to make a little bit more for profit. And Resolve has performed um, wonderfully. You know, there wasn't anything where I thought I was missing something or I was missing out compared to Premiere Pro or After Effects. Um, and the Final Cut Pro 10, honestly, I haven't touched it in like four four years, maybe three years. Uh, not to say there's anything wrong with Final Cut Pro 10, but uh, for me, Resolve pretty much has, um, when it comes to like color grading and 3D tracking, 
um, those are the things I care more about, right? Rather than like um, super, super easy of use, right? Which Final Cut Pro 10 is very, very easy to use. There's a lot of plugins for it compared to Resolve. Resolve, there are plugins. Uh, there are There is like a third, um, what is it called? A third party market to download plugins, but nowhere near the size of like the Final Cut Pro 10 ones and nowhere near, I think the quality of the ones for Final Cut Pro 10 uh, or for Premiere slash After Effects, right? Um, a great place I used to get stuff uh, is Storyblocks. I'm not sponsored by them, but I had a subscription for the past four years uh, from Storyblocks and their After Effects templates are really solid. They're really, really good. Uh, now Premiere has like integration with that stuff. So it's a lot easier. You don't have to like constantly have After Effects open and go into Premiere Pro. Uh, you can through the dynamic linking, but there are better ways to do it now. Um, but I feel like, you know, if, if you don't want to deal with that, that's where Final Cut Pro 10 uh, has has a um, has like a leg up on Premiere Pro. And then Resolve, uh, you know, I think, I think after a while, they'll get more people, more developers creating plugins for uh, DaVinci Resolve. So you don't have to like, you know, keep buying templates and things like that, right? Uh, and it'll, it'll get to that point eventually. Uh, right now, again, like the, the aftermarket plugin, the third-party plugin uh, community and support for DaVinci Resolve, it's not that huge. Um, so that might be, be a make or break for you. Uh, for me, it's not a huge thing, right? Because I still have After Effects, so if I need to like just make something, I can do an After Effects and export it out, bring it into DaVinci Resolve. Um, so not a huge deal with that part. So what are you guys using in 2021? I wanna know, are you still using Premiere? Are you still using Final Cut Pro 10? Have you made the move to DaVinci Resolve? Uh, what issues are you coming up with uh, if you are moving to DaVinci Resolve? Let me know, you know, let the community know, send me a direct message, maybe we'll have a, cons uh, a conversation on Clubhouse. I am on Clubhouse uh, at David Lee. So go ahead and uh, give me a follow there and we can get some conversations going around post-production, filmmaking, everything, right? I think it would be a grand old time. All right, that is it for me. Um, if you liked the podcast episode, please rate it. Let me know how I'm doing. Uh, subscribe to my podcast as always, and please share the podcast with those who you feel uh, would benefit from the information, the knowledge, and the conversation uh, that we are having in this weekly podcast. That's actually something that I'm still very uh, impressed myself with that I can make uh, make this a weekly podcast. So um, yeah, hopefully it's working out for you guys. Um, I know these like one-off topics may not be the most like, you know, favorite or like popular or downloadable, um, highest download uh, downloads. Um, but I think it's also converse, the conversations that a lot of people aren't having, right? That the ones that necessarily aren't like the hype ones, uh, you know, what are my thoughts on the new Sony A1, right? I could have easily made a podcast episode on that or, um, you know, the debate, you know, Alexa Mini versus Red Monstro or stuff like that, right? It's like, yeah, yeah, I could make those, but um, uh, is it really something I want to make? Not really, right? Because like, like, what are you going to, what are you going to compare an, an Alexa Mini LF versus a Red Monstro, right? They're both fucking amazing cameras, right? Like, it, it, you're just nitpicking things, you're creating conversation just to create conversation and i think we have too much of that in the world um so i want to be able to make um practical and realistic content for all of you guys out there okay that is it for me i will see you guys in the next podcast episode see you guys today. you want to see me uh i will catch you in the next podcast episode ciao